to One Verse Podcast. My name is Katie, and I am here with Kelsey. And first and foremost... It's been a minute. It has. Welcome. Welcome back, friends. Yes. It's been a while since we've sat on my bedroom floor and chatted about Jesus together. It's been a long while. Yeah. So what's been going on in your life since September? Well, I quit my job that I was at for almost 12 years. Whoa, how many, How much notice did you give them? <laughs> okay, first of all, I originally <laughs> gave them two months, um, but there were circumstances that happened that unfortunately for my mental health and physical health, I just couldn't hold on to anymore. Spiritual and health, maybe? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, my job was hindering me from being and leading a Christian life as a woman and a mom and honestly, a manager, a boss. And I, the environment, unfortunately, was not set out for me anymore. I am so thankful for the almost 12 years I got out of there. But it was my time to go. And that chapter of my life has closed. That has now opened up other opportunities where I feel like I can just serve Jesus a little more and better. And also have a quality of life with my kids. Yeah, absolutely. So super excited about that. And so my God's been efforts, working. Working so much. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see how, I guess, until most recently. Um, 15, 17 days ago, I had a heart attack. Like, you guys, <laughs> a legit heart attack. Yeah. Like, not like, I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, like something happened and gave me a heart attack. No, I was hospitalized for four days. Um, and I'm now on a Like elevated medicine. troponin levels, healthcare friends. Like, yeah. Point- I didn't believe it. I was like, yeah, okay, what's your troponin? And then she told me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is for real. 0. 0.87 of those yeah, levels. That's what it got up to. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it was the whole shebang. I had to call 911. It was just myself and my 10 year old at home. Um, I didn't, I thought I was having a panic attack. That's kind of what I thought at first. And that was not, this was completely different. I now know the difference, friends. There's a difference. And this is, um, due to stress, my diet, I don't take care of myself at all. My lack of exercise and just not living and taking care of myself the way that I should be. And it caught up with me and it happened three weeks after I quit Four weeks after I quit my job. Yeah. And it only, yeah. No, it happened. I'm sorry. I apologize. It happened two weeks after I quit my job because we're four weeks out now. Yeah. And that was just something that I'm so glad that I was at home and that my son was there. And I had the amazing care and amazing team of nurses and doctors that really took care of me. But there are a reason why 30-year-olds are not supposed to have heart attacks. And my, I mean... I'm not on a heart monitor. I have a cardiologist. I have, you know, all of these other things that are adding up. But I know that God worked in that moment, 100%. My heart rate was one in the 190s for almost 90 minutes. And my heart is fine. I mean, I have some damage to some tissue. But other than that, like, there was no evasive surgeries. There was nothing they needed to do. And I can reverse all of this if I just take care of myself. So I'm on a wellness journey. <laughs> Yes. Starting to eat better, um, drink better, just really take care of myself. And I am, I am addicted to food. I'll be a hundred. That may sound silly, but it's I'm an emotional eater. I have been diagnosed with a binge eating disorder, um, and that is something I have to surrender to God because I have no choice. It'll right. kill me. 
So, yes, but... So, if you could be praying with Katie, for Katie, as she makes these huge life changes. I mean, huge. New job, like, new schedule, new routine. um, As she starts to change her diet, as she incorporates more exercise into her life. Pray for her strength and her courage and her willpower. Um, And I know that she will be excited or sharing, like, all of her updates with us. Um, And so we're excited for her to start this journey and just want to be super supportive of it. Yes. And for you, since September, I think we left off with you leaving for an Alaskan cruise. That was amazing. Um, Yeah, that was good. That's when you and mom moved in. So I, uh, yeah, that was a great trip. I'm trying to think about what else. Work has been going I mean, I think probably anyone who works right now is feeling it. If you work in healthcare, especially that's, I work in healthcare and it's, oh, it's just heavy some days. Some days have been really, really heavy. Um, and so just working through that. And again, like Katie said, um, something that I've realized about myself and, and about other, um, Christians that I know and that I work with is, it's so much easier when, when the job that you have like aligns with who you are, right? Like, so I have a job that is, I I mean, really, I cannot believe that they pay me to do it, honestly. Like, (laughs) I, I, like that may sound silly, but I feel so overjoyed that I get to do the work that I do and impact people's lives and connect with people and they pay me to do it. Like, it's incredible. But um, the the flip side of that is that not a, a lot of people aren't doing very well right now. Yeah. And so connecting with people has been hard. hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are going through a lot of things and the heaviness of it all is just, oof. Overwhelming. You know? And so, like, when I'm coming home and I just, I don't have anything else to give, like, my, my energy tank is drained and I, I, you know, maybe I, maybe I got up that morning, I read my Bible. I, I like, I, I put extra fuel in, you know, yeah. I was ready to conquer the day. And by the end of it, man, there were days where I'm just like, I need to, na- I need a nap. Like I need, yeah. wake me up when this is over sort of thing. Um, but just lifting it up to God, you know, and, mm-hmm. and he's faithful. I have no doubt about that. But other than that, I'm hoping that like no heart attacks for me. <laughs> No, but we had a um, a little boy celebrate a birthday. Yeah, my Mavi Poo turned six. Your oldest. My oldest. Turned my six. The boy that changed my life. Uh, yes. Led six me straight old. into the arms of Jesus. He did. Maverick did. Um, yeah, he turned six. I have yeah. a six-year-old. I know. Kind of makes me feel old. I have a 10-year-old. He's about to be 11. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> So this week, we are going to dive into Romans. God led us to Romans, actually just about 15 minutes before we started recording. Um, So we will be in Romans chapter 6, verse 21. It reads, What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. And Kelsey, do you want to read your version? Yeah, this is the Christian standard version. It says, 
So what fruit was produced then from the things you are now ashamed of? The outcome of those things is death. Yeah. And we were just kind of discussing, especially in, I feel like, young adults and um, just people trying to find themselves in general. We are so attracted to what this world wants us to be and not what God wants us to be. And when we follow a world-driven world, nothing good comes from that. And a lot of people have this misconception that if you are a Christian, your life doesn't have the fun uh, aspects of what normal quote unquote life should have doing this and doing that things that are all ungodly like that's where our minds have found fun in and nothing good comes from that yeah so to kind of echo what Katie has been saying so I've been um spending a lot of time in the book of Romans lately and I think that if you are someone that is like looking to dive a little deep. I think the book of Romans is a great place to to really go deep. I think that sometimes it, it's exactly what Katie was saying. Like we have this misconception that that word obedience, like obedience to God comes with like punishment almost. Like we, we are not allowed to enjoy the world. Um, but then this prying question in Romans 6.21 so out of all those worldly things that, you know, we would have missed out on had we, like, surrendered our lives to Jesus sooner, what fruit have they produced? And what? I, I mean, I'll be a testimonial to that. I, it doesn't. I remember going, you know, to youth group through high school in the summer and then leaving to go to parties at night where we were drinking underage and marijuana was legal at this point to everybody. I didn't partake in that part of it, but I mean, like, in the vicinity of these things, um, and, you know, breaking curfews, doing, you know, what a high schooler should be doing. And it resulted in almost death for myself, but nothing good came from that. But, you know, we, as our flesh, we justify it, right? Like, absolutely. What about Kyle's? What about Braylon? You yeah. know, aren't they fruit that came yeah. from, you know? And like, so I think, you know, what that means is like God continues to bless us in our even worst through of, yeah. even through our bad decisions. He's mm-hmm. there, he's there with us, like loving us, like trying to break through to us. Like you don't have to do it like yeah. this. You know, that that drunk night or that one night yeah. stand or that, you know, like relationship that you just keep going back to. Like what fruit is Are produced yeah. from that? Yeah, a you hangover. Know, yeah, you know, honestly. or a unplanned pregnancy, or a and let me tell you, Braylon, my oldest, is by far one of the biggest blessings I've ever received in my life. But I didn't get to experience that blessing until I got a, a good and right relationship with God. I haven't enjoyed being a mom to Braylon in our lives currently until about a year ago. And I, I love my son. I've always wanted the best for him, but being able to experience the joy of motherhood and my singleness, I was not able to appreciate those those fruits that God put in my life when I was still living such a sinful nature. I couldn't even, I didn't even get to experience that. Like God's greatest blessings were blind to or even like annoyed by or 
you know, we see them as, and I'm not talking about necessarily Bray right now, but Mm -hmm. just like in general, like slows us down. It holds us back. Like Mm -hmm. God's biggest blessings and like the way that we were supposed, like the way we were designed to just love each other, pure love, you know, and we miss out on it for the world and what fruit is produced from that. I'm a perfectionist of sorts. My sister and I were very, very different in high school. Like, we were kind of polar opposites of the type of girls. You would not believe that we both were raised by the same people. No. Or that we shared the same mom and dad or same DNA. Because we were polar opposites. We were completely different. We were. We really were. And I, like, kind of elevated myself to this untouchable point. Like, I didn't care what people thought. Um, but when I set a goal, I was going to meet it and, and I just, I was not too good for God, but like at times I I didn't need him. Like I I was Mm -hmm. doing pretty, I was doing all right on my own. I was hurting and broken, but like I found my joy, my worldly things, education, my career, um, serving people. I've always had a heart to serve people, but for a long time, I wanted you to know about it. If I was doing it, I was going to make a Facebook post or an Instagram story right yeah I've not had social media for a while now so I forget um, all the all the lingo um so if I was gonna you know buy that person behind me dinner or pay for a certified test for someone coming through one of my programs or you know I was gonna you were gonna know about it Mm -hmm. and then you were gonna praise me about it and then I was gonna pat myself on the back and I was gonna go do the next best thing that lifestyle that I led it from Maybe you would look at me and thought like, wow, like she seems happy or she's, she's got confidence or something, but I was so exhausted and hurting and so fearful of like not being enough or not meeting my goal or being so hard on myself that I didn't enjoy any of it. I Mm. didn't, you know, so it's kind of the opposite. So what fruit was produced then from the things you are now ashamed of? I'm ashamed of the way that I like spoke to myself and mm-hmm. treated others around me. Because if you weren't going to elevate me, and, unless you were going to make me look good or feel good in some way, I didn't really have a use for you. Yeah. And I didn't really need people. Like I have friends, you know. Yeah. But, um, but and, like relationship I mean, Good wise. friends. Yeah. But I, I didn't like being dependent on people <clears throat> because people let me down. So I created this like force around me that wasn't going to be dependent on anyone. Not- I believe this force started at about age four. Not even joking. I've always been very independent and very self-sufficient. I've always Since been- age four. <laughs> yeah. I've always been a caretaker and I've always- She got stuff done. I get, yeah. And like for those, so for those of you that know me really well, you also know that I'm like not organized, like- literally god bless the the people that i work with two of them in particular because without them i couldn't do what i do shout out to you too <laughs> you, you know who you are yeah. uh because they have created this path in my life that i can be more organized so that i can do more at work um and, and spend more time with people because otherwise i don't know which way's up some days looking at katie's life and i think that this is fair to say because i think you just said it right like it was kind of obvious maybe that the fruit that you were producing you was not worth it no no not at all i was a partier i was a liar i was a drinker um i was a fornicator i did not regard i wanted to be a rebel 
Like, yeah. that's what, that my goal was to be rebellious because then, you know, haha, you guys can't tell me what to do. Yeah. The Bible can't tell me what to do. God can't tell me what, you know, I can and can't do like sin wise. Right. And, and I nothing was, good came from it. Right. Right. But I think looking at me, I mean, we were the exact opposite, but with the exact same intentions. We yes. took the same intent completely different approach mm-hmm. you like I I elevated myself so far above it that I didn't allow myself to love people or to yeah. trust people or to you know have a little bit of grace for myself mm-hmm. or I never learned how to do things that I wasn't good at right I never learned so many things that I've learned now um, or that I'm okay with. like I don't have the anxiety that I used to have I don't have the fear a failure that I mm-hmm. used to have. I don't have expectations that I used to have. Like, and now I have these like amazing, authentic relationships where I too can enjoy my kids in front of me, yeah. you know, and like praise God that hopefully I am not, I'm so blessed that I found Jesus like early into my motherhood years. Jesus found me because I can't imagine the pressure that I would put on them. Or how disappointed I would set myself up to be in them with not just letting them be them, but with like expecting them to be what I needed them to be for my high performing, you know. Right. Like, Your expectations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't care what I want. Right? <laughs> you know? they, they do what they want. To give a little background on this verse, like I said, we're in the book of Romans. This was written by Paul the Apostle, and I think it's really cool that Paul's greatest discipleship was done after Jesus was crucified. Like, his work kind of... like years out. Yeah. So we're at about... Like, I think he had been... I don't know. You... Yeah, you're better at this than I do, but... So we're about... This verse was um, recorded by his secretary at the time. Yeah, we're looking at about 20 years out. um, 17, because this is around the 50s, 50 AD, and we obviously... Christ was 33. So, yeah, we're looking at right about 20 years out. Um, And this was um, said when he was in Corinth, and this was basically... The whole chapter, chapter six, was about whether believers are allowed to lead lead a sinful life. And, you know, how much can we get away with and still get grace, pretty much. And well, so Paul is telling us nothing. Like, you can't... Well, like, but we I think are sinful important. people, right. absolutely. But, like, to deliberately choose to live a sinful life knowing that it's not best for us and that it's not going well, to produce... to deny Jesus yeah, is what it does, right? It does, like you can't absolutely. live for both. No, you are a slave to one of two masters. And if it's not to God, it is to the world, which is ran by Satan. Isn't it so funny that, like, people who um, live for this world think that they're in control? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how clever Satan is. Like... You think like, oh, I don't want to, you know, there's this misconception with Jesus, of course, you know, and like, I don't want to have to like not have fun. I don't want to miss out on all of these things by having a relationship with Jesus or surrendering my life to Jesus. I want to make my own decisions. Like, you're not making those decisions either. Like, you open your heart and your soul to the devil and he'll lead you. Like, he, he doesn't. 
he'll take every chance he can get. Yeah. It's just crazy that, like, know that you're being, quote, unquote, controlled either way. You're, yeah. You're either doing his work for or him. Or you're not. Or, or you're not. And also, I think a good thing was, you know, when we were talking about sinning, you know, if if all of our sins are forgiven, then why is it, like, why does it matter if we sin or not? And then... In church, we were talking, you know, actions over words. Are you, Do you look like you love Jesus and follow him if you're out here doing all of these sinful things? That's not going to lead anybody to Jesus. It's going to glorify the world and Satan and, you know, spread that. Um, our pastor had talked today that our we have a pretty big community. I mean, we are a big university type base and in this our community only 10% of people go to church weekly there's a 90% chance that of all of those people that just don't attend and is i hope that like my actions don't contribute to that 90%. My actions want to build that 10% up to 20 and up to 30 and up to 40. Yeah. You know, so I cannot spread the good news of the gospel while leading a sinful life. No one's going to believe me. You know, you're not going to tell people you have all this money if you owe all this money to all these people. That It doesn't line up. Your actions don't line up with your words. And I think especially for women, that is how we find truth in people. Your actions match what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like men can take a handshake and take the word of someone. But as women, as emotional, you know, creators, we have to see those actions as well. Otherwise, it's not going to mean anything to us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what are your actions leading to? Because I, I, like I said, I'm a true testament. And I'm sure you are with, you know, pre having this relationship with Jesus. I, I didn't get any fruit. <laughs> My fruit didn't come from any of the things I was doing. And you know, the I fruit heard... that did come, I didn't even get to experience because I was still living for yeah. the world. Yeah. The joys of the world, like mm-hmm. they don't actually exist. Um, they're counterfeit joy. There's so much counterfeit fruit out there. You think like if you get this job or if this relationship works out or if, you know, you win the lottery or, you know, you have this money or or this situation works out or if you get pregnant this month or, you know, whatever all those things are. If this happens, if, you know, we pray for those things, if they would just happen, then I would be okay. Right. But like those things do happen and And then you're still still not okay. (laughs) That's counterfeit joy. That's the world shining this like pretty picture and it's an illusion. It doesn't exist. Right. You know, so like let's start. And that's like the same as, you know, what fruit was then produced by the things you're now ashamed of. Like there isn't any. It was all counterfeit. You thought that that night was going to be a great time and you wouldn't have regrets in the morning. You thought that if you and that guy or you and that girl went out this this last time, you know, it was really going to work this time or they've changed or you've changed. Like it's, it, they're lies. Yeah. It's, it's fake. It's counterfeit. It's not real. The only real joy is found in Jesus. The only real peace it's found in Jesus. Absolutely. The only real love you get to experience that through Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know? And so again, like I, I do, I challenge whoever's listening, you know, what fruit was produced from those moments that you were the furthest from God 
or just not walking with him at all. Mm-hmm. Like, And I love that reflection. I'm glad that you said that because I was thinking the same thing. Just as listeners, seriously, take some time to just reflect. Yeah, don't believe yeah. don't believe our words. No, like, take no. your own take action. Take your own. Yeah. Reflect on, you know, some of the things that you knew weren't from God that you just continued doing. And please, like, what did it produce that, that today is still bearing fruit? And I would I would be super, super interested. Email us. Let us know. Yeah. I And then, you know, like I said, because they're my fruit from my sinful nature, you know, was my oldest child. But I didn't even get to experience that as a fruit until I gave up, you know, that lifestyle of sinf- sinful nature. And so I guess there are the fruits will be there because God is faithful. But like, do you get to experience them? No, but it's what you're looking for. Everybody's looking for it. Yeah. Everyone is looking for what is that thing that will just keep my cup full? What is that thing that will provide me strength and nutrition, endurance, stability, peace, confidence? Like, what is that thing? It's Jesus. Well, we appreciate all of you still tuning in with us. I hope that most of you are subscribers, so you're going to get that that notification and you'll be that like, we oh finally gosh, recorded. They're alive. We are um like I said, I just um well, it's all about God's timing, right place, right time. Um I think just between my my physical health and um you know, everything that was going on in our work lives and family and everything that this was the perfect opportunity for us to get together and I think this verse was the perfect verse for us this week to really reflect on and even reflect on going into next week. So we're super appreciative of everyone that has listened and has been listening and sharing us and sharing, you know, our stories. And yeah, we're just super, super, super thankful. And we'll make sure that we... Yeah, if we don't... If if you don't hear from us next week, like, you know, it could be three months, but we're still around. (laughs) We're still around. We're still around. So thank you. We hope you all have a great week. Give us your stories, your testaments. We would love to hear those. And just continual prayers for us, my, you know, new journey taking care of my body and Kelsey and just her, all her career things that are going on in the millions of directions that healthcare is being pulled right now. So we appreciate your prayers and we'll be praying for you folks as well. Bye.